0: Do you like using podcasts to help with your clinical learning? In this episode, I'm going to show you my top five options. Let's tech enhance your primary care and learning. If this is the first time we're meeting, I'm Dr. Gandalf of EGP Learning, where I look at supporting you with technology enhanced primary care and learning. And in this episode, I'm going to show you my top five options to try and help with your clinical learning from a podcasting medium. I love podcasts. Many of you probably figured this out. And I think they're one of the best ways to help with your appraisal, revalidation and general way of learning great way of using some of your dead time, particularly if you're travelling or if you've got some other tasks to do and dead easy to claim CPD points for. As always, make sure you subscribe by clicking the button and ringing the bell to make sure you get notified of all of our episodes first and foremost. Feel free to contact me on any of the social media platforms like Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, YouTube and definitely Twitter and as always we're here to help save you and your patient's time by tech enhancing your primary care and learning. Shall we begin? So, EGP learners, I'm going to cover the top five clinical podcasts that help with your learning. But I've got a couple of honourable mentions as well, just to give you some extra options. In order to make this list, I did have a couple of criteria. So, just to make that clear, they have to be a regular producing podcast. I didn't want anything that's been running for a while, but hasn't produced any content recently. And also, they have to be easily accessible through a variety of different mediums, like Apple Podcasts or Google Podcasts, or a different platform if you're using it. I mentioned I had some honourable mentions. First up, I've got The Good GP Show. This is a podcast produced in Australia and supported by the Royal Australian College of General Practice. It's a really good podcast that goes into deep depth about various different clinical topics. Average episodes can be anywhere between 40 minutes to an hour or so and has real good content. Kind of got an honourable mention because it's Australian, therefore not applicable to UK governance, but definitely good clinical quality in terms of the content. Next up is also the GP show with Dr. Sam Manger. Again, another Australian podcast of really good quality content. I really like the information they share and it's more conversational than I find in the GP show. Definitely one that you would want to have a listen to. And finally, for a UK based podcast, have a look at MDT. So that's MD and then T like the drink. It's a really good quality podcast that talks about some of the challenges that face the elderly population run by a couple of geriatricians as well as bringing other members of the team into the podcast to talk about various different issues, for example, like frailty and other kind of areas. Really topical right now. Definitely recommend you have a look. And as always, guys, the links to those podcasts will be down in the show notes. But let's get to my top five, shall we? So we're talking about my top five clinical learning podcasts. And number five, we've got the RCGP podcasts. So the RCGP does actually provide a variety of different types of podcasts, all which are free, whether you're a member or not. In particular, the ones of note are the RCGP podcast itself, as well as the Essential Knowledge Update podcast as well. These are the two main platforms where you can get information about clinical topics. Um, The reason I put them at number five, the release schedule isn't completely regular. It does tend to spit and spat in terms of when they release them. And actually recently, some of the clinical content has been a little bit different. So particularly the main RCGP podcast The content has skewed away from the clinical kind of thing and more around things like innovation and tech and that kind of stuff, which has been topical and still very useful. The clinical topics, they tend to bring experts in the area, so particularly GPs with specialist interests and that kind of thing, and actually really good quality information. I do recommend them, but because of the release schedule, it's a little bit lower down. As an additional note, I will mention to check out the SAGE General Practice podcast for them. That is still the RCGP one. It's actually the Innovate podcast. Slight mention and declaration of interest: I'm one of the editors for that, hence why it's definitely going to be on the list. Next up at number four, we've got the DTB podcast, so Drugs Therapeutic Bulletin podcast. This is a really interesting and useful podcast, particularly about issues with medications and prescribing, and really good quality. Episodes are a little bit long um, and sometimes can be quite in depth in terms of the way that medications can have an impact, and doesn't specifically focus around general practice but clearly useful, and with some of the changes that we've seen and some of the new evidence that's coming out, really topical. I really like this podcast, and definitely recommend you have a look. Next up, at number three, we've got the BMJ podcast. So this is the British Medical Journal, and they produce a variety of podcasts. In particular, they've got their main-named one, as well as their Best Practice podcast. Both really good quality. I must admit, I do tend to prefer the Best Practice podcast, which is produced by Kieran Walsh, mainly because they are slightly more topical in terms of clinical content, However, their main podcast does revolve around topical things that are produced in the BMJ journal itself. Really recommend having a listen to these. Again, you can actually access these whether you're a member or not. So really useful ways of getting clinical information and to keep yourself updated. And number two, we've got Inside Health. So this is an amazing podcast that's very topical and produced by Dr. Mark Porter and supported by the amazing Dr. Margaret McCartney. Many of our listeners will probably have heard of this and it's a really popular one, particularly both with clinicians and with the general public because it's really easy to listen to information and it does focus around recent topical stuff. So we've had things like the recent changes to blood pressure medications and other kind of things that happen. I will be sad to see Dr. Mark Porter leave this podcast. He is finishing his tenure, which has been an amazing run and anxious to see whose replacement is. Never know, might be me guys. Here's hoping. Anyway, But in terms of that, it's real good quality information and helpful to try and figure out what might be coming through in your clinical consultations. So definitely worth a listen to every single week. The reason it hasn't reached number one, simply it's because it's not purely clinical focused and from a learning perspective, whilst it's really good quality information, it can be a little bit broad in terms of the stuff it considers. So that's why it's not reached number one. So the obvious question is, what is number one? Well, for me personally, it's got to be the primary care knowledge boost. This is a really new podcast that's been only running for a few months and produced by two GPs over in Wigan. And in terms of clinical information, it's amazing, I have to admit. Slight declaration, I have been helping them a little bit, but actually, to be honest, they manage it themselves. And I must admit, it's one of the best updates I've been able to find from a podcast nature when it comes to clinical information. Short, sharp, high-quality information. It does focus a little bit more around the referral processes in Wigan, but actually the information they give, applicable to anywhere in the UK. And I guess that's the reason why it reaches number one. That and the rapport that the hosts have. So Sarah and Lisa, amazing work. Definitely recommend you guys have a listen to it. You will not regret listening to these podcasts. And roughly about 20 minutes on average per podcast, dead easy update on a clinical topic, whether that's things like how to manage abnormal LFTs or how to manage anemia and folic acid deficiencies to various other things. And we're going to see some more interesting stuff come from these girls soon. So what do you think of my list? Do you agree? Do you disagree? Are there other podcasts that you would recommend people have a listen out to? Don't forget, this is the list of the top clinical learning podcasts. There are a variety of different types of podcasts out there in primary care, and many of my listeners will be aware of other podcasts that I recommend on a regular basis, and I'll be coming to those shortly in another future episodes as well. So make sure you tune in for those. As always, guys, if you've got any questions or comments, love to hear them, and definitely would love to hear what your favorite podcast is from a clinical learning perspective. So leave that in the comments down below, or you can contact me on social media as always on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, LinkedIn, all those at EGP learning, or obviously leave a comment in the show notes or a review would always love that in terms of the podcast content that we produce. As always, make sure you subscribe, ring the bell to get notified of all of the notifications that we have. And I'm always here to try and help save you and your patient's time by tech enhancing your primary care. Catch you in the next episode.